Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, bartender. Welcome to Hey Bartender Podcast. That's right, I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your bartender. I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. Or you can call me Anthony, that's fine with me. Uh, Just all depends on how you get to know me. Uh, And don't assume to call me Tony, I hate that. So, how's everybody's quarantine going? Uh, Just uh, everybody, hopefully, I've been seeing uh, posts on social media all over the place saying that you guys are getting back to work. That is awesome. Some of you have certain stipulations you have to follow uh like limited uh uh people that you can have inside your bar uh you have to wear a mask and gloves while you're behind the bar okay don't worry uh we got through the home quarantine you'll get through that too trust me at least that's how uh how it looks so far uh so you know keep keep your chin up and you know at least you're back to making some uh, making some good money nowadays. Anyway, so let's get started with the show. As usually usual, like I tell you guys all the time, we got to get started with the today's drink special. That's right. So uh, you know, I was going through my emails the other day, and I accidentally ran across an email that uh, I forgot about, and I apologize to them uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, Adventures and drinks and bars on Facebook. Uh, uh, they're uh, on their Facebook page. I follow them. They follow me. They've been very encouraging about um, my show. And so uh, they got a drink for me. And I've used them before, and they've decided to let me know of another drink. Uh, this one's called The Mind Eraser, courtesy of Adventures and Drinks and Bars. Uh, what you need is a rocks glass or a bucket. Fill that up with ice. Put one part vodka, one part Kahlua, and fill the rest with tonic. And you've got yourself a mind eraser. The, according to Adventures of Drinks and Bars, the effectiveness of the drink is what he relates to Coors Light. It's so light that you don't realize much alcohol, how much alcohol you're putting into your body when you down like six or seven of them. But because uh, they go down fairly easily and fairly smoothly. So, uh, Try that drink. Let uh, let me and Adventures uh, Adventures and Drinks and Bars know what you think. Uh, and, uh, you know, appreciate it, Adventures and Bars and Drinks, uh, for uh, giving me a drink special for today. Uh, if any of it else, anybody else wants to give me a drink special, all you have to do is email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com. Or if you want to be on the show or you want your band to be on the show, I'll make it happen for you guys. Uh, just remember, email me, dude at hey bartender, dude at hey bartender podcast.com. Yeah, I fumbled a lot of those words in that intro. Don't feel like editing too much today. So I'm just going to uh, keep it up. 
and keep going. So, yeah, uh, we're finally getting through this, uh, uh, getting back to, I won't say normal, but to a more natural order of things with this whole, uh, 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 you know, uh, experience that nobody's ever really had before. You know, I've talked to people, people going back three generations asking them, have you ever seen anything like this before? And they all look at me with a straight face and wide eyes going, no, I have never seen anything like this before in my life. So, uh, you know, this is a new experience for everybody. Something that, uh, the baby boomers, the Gen Xers, the millennials, whatever the hell they were called before the baby boomer, baby boomers, um, you know, they, we all sit back and say, this is new. Uh, I've never seen anything like this happen before. And I'm going to go on record. God help us. I don't want to see it again. So hopefully all you are out there staying safe, washing your hands, avoiding touching your face. Uh, you know, uh, if a lot of us have gone this long without sex, um, when you get back behind the bar, uh, Remember, yeah, it's been uh, it's been a long get back to the bar, get by, uh, back behind the bar. It doesn't matter. Remember, it's been a long time. Still, be choosy. You know, uh, make your choices. Choose wisely. But uh, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm glad to hear uh, that a lot of friends of the Hey Bartender podcast are back to work. Randy uh, Randy Lynn, who bartender bartends at Cowgirls and. Uh, Cowgirls Bar and Grill in Santa Fe. Happy to hear she's back at work. Kenny Stewart, the runner, uh, the guy that runs Fraternal Order of Bartenders, that I'm sure most of my listeners are uh, part of that group on Facebook. He's back at work. Go and see him if you're in his area. And so, yeah, it's nice to hear that people are starting to relax. We're starting to tone it down a little bit. But there is another chance of a fl- another flare-up. So just make sure you're still staying clean, staying safe. And ho- uh, hopefully uh, it'll be a thing that we'll joke about uh, in years to come. I'm sure it made it a, a, made a page or two in the history books, at least in a medical journal somewhere. Uh, so now that you're back at work, what are we going to do? I uh, gave you a drink special uh, called the Mind Eraser. Let's see if we can forget all this happened. No, we got to learn from it. But we don't have to learn too quickly. And we can also read the book a couple times, you know, because I, whenever I studied anything, it took a couple times uh, before it actually hit me and uh, it got stuck in my head. Unless it really interested me. Uh, I mean, I could tell you everything about the Beatles, but uh, you want to talk about the Civil War? God, I wouldn't even know where to start. A lot of thing, a lot of things that you talk about me uh, talk about with me today might sound familiar, but for some reason, I can tell you that uh, you know uh, what the Beatles were doing. Uh, well, not exact dates and years. That's kind of stupid. But enough of that. Back to bartending. So uh, I'm going to issue out a word of caution to. Uh, a lot of my bartenders and server friends out there, your customers, you know, I was going to issue a warning saying that uh, everybody's tolerance and stuff uh, might be a little bit off because they've been quarantined for so long, but it's uh, might have gone the other way. I mean, people have been talking about that liquor stores and liquor sales has gone up like 50% or better uh, ever since the quarantine started. 
Now, I don't know if they're just counting the liquor stores and grocery stores, but, uh, and, you know, just taking the whole restaurant factor out, then yeah, that would be true. If restaurant restaurants were closed, then yeah, it would look like that home or sales from liquor stores or wherever have gone up because uh, the restaurants aren't selling th- anything anymore. It's like a musician out there comparing himself to the Beatles saying that uh, the Beatles had the most number one hits uh, and they, you know, they're two songs away from outranking the Beatles. Okay. Good for you. But uh, the Beatles haven't made a record since 1970. So uh, where have you, what have you been doing the last 40 years? You know, shut up. So, um, but I started thinking about other people's alcohol tolerance and thinking, well, some people haven't been drinking a whole lot since they've been stuck at home. God, no. And it, I just, when I heard, started hearing about all that stuff, that liquor sales have gone up in retail type of situations. Um, everybody's tolerance is probably uh, way higher now. I mean, uh, people talking about that they're uh, drinking mimosas at home uh, in the morning or making jokes that, uh, you know, their kids are learning from an actual alcoholic uh, or, you know, weird things like that. And so uh, people, when they don't have to go to work, then it becomes a frivolous idea. Well, I can, uh, I can day drink now. I don't have to worry about work tomorrow so I can keep drinking through the night. And so people at first uh, might sit back and say, well, I'm just going to stay home and drink because I'm sitting, I'm going to be safe here. But eventually they're going to come out. They're going to, it's going to be, you know, poking their head out the hole and say, okay, is it safe to come out yet? Is it safe to come and see friends? Okay. I'm coming out. And uh, yeah, you're going to have to wonder if these people are going to act like college students again. You, uh, you ever live in one of those towns where, uh, the student, uh, where people go away for college. And then when it comes to spring break or summer break, or when it comes around Christmas time, all of a sudden, all these college students come back to their hometown and they start drinking at the bar as if they were still at college, you know, at a frat party or something like that. No, you cannot do a keg stand. Cause I'm not going to let you back into the refrigerator. And besides, it's just going to make a mess and I don't want to clean it. Uh, that's that was my whole mentality on it. I mean, it's got to uh, come into your attention as a bartender that the rookies might come back out. People who haven't been a rookie for years, all of a sudden they're back to rookie status and they're ready to party. And uh, you're going to end up seeing, seeing that one person that's dancing by themselves to uh, Sweet Home Alabama or insist on listening to... Uh, Jeremy or something like that over and over and over in your jukebox. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta start training your people again, it's training your regulars, because that's what we do. We train our regulars how to act in our bar. Don't you? I mean, think about it. Uh, you've probably had a customer. You can think of a customer right now that is a completely different person than when they first walked into your bar. Uh, like say, two or three years ago, even, um, maybe even six months ago. Well, before the virus, uh, it, yeah, that, okay. The timeline for that is a little off since everybody's had the last two months off, but you know, you know, some time has passed 
and they act a lot differently. They don't, maybe they talk more, maybe they talk less, maybe they talk um, more appropriately, less appropriately. Um, and you basically taught your customers how to act inside your bar. They know that they can only do a certain amount of things, or they're allowed to do things in your bar that they can't do anywhere else. And so you might have to retrain them when they get back, uh, get back to your bar. And that's not hard to do because, you know, just a a couple smart ass remarks, maybe a slap across the head and, uh, they'll be right back to, Oh yeah, I can't talk about that here. So, uh, yeah, you know, it won't be hard to get your customers back to where they were. And, uh, you know, and, you know, I was thinking about this, uh, cause, uh, I was thinking about this other thing because I don't have much to do. I don't have much of a life. Uh, you know, everybody and their brother, social media basically exploded. I'm sure, uh, a lot of these social medias, outlets, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, they all had, were starting to sit back wondering, should we expand our servers a little bit? Because holy crap, there's a lot of postings lately. And, uh, it's, uh, a lo- I mean, if you look at, uh, you look at social media, if you've been paying attention to social media, uh, for the last couple months, it is just oozing with bored people. So, you know, uh, they are, everybody already knows the rules of Facebook, things that they can and can't do. Everybody already knows the rules of, or, uh, Instagram, TikTok, and, uh, you know how many only fan sites have been, uh, put up lately? Wow. But, you know, just, you pay attention to things like that and you find that, uh, some of your customers, maybe, if you're really bored, search your one of your customers and look at their social media profiles. Look everywhere. Don't just look at Facebook and Instagram. Uh, look everywhere. Look uh, Snapchat, OnlyFans, and or uh, uh, TikTok. Now, OnlyFans, uh, you have to pay uh, pay for that because, well, based on my experience, I have no shame in saying this. There's just mostly uh, uh, women that do the things that you can't do on Instagram and Facebook on, on that page. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've been there. I, I will admit it because I'm single and, uh, I'm home alone a lot. So, um, let's get past that. So we, uh, uh, you know, something fun you might want to do is, uh, go to Best Buy if you uh and pick up an adapter where you can plug your uh iPhone or your cell phone into a TV cuz they all can do a video output and uh and if you happen to run across a little video that or something like that of your customers you might be a little bit of fun and a little bit of shame to put that up on the big screen i mean why not and Get a video of uh, one of your bar customers trying to uh, dance or uh, having a backyard party and uh, completely having a big old party foul, like trying to ride their bicycle uh, through the fence uh, into their neighbor's neighbor's yard and then screaming, oh my God, six feet or whatever. Uh, uh, But, you know, the dance routines are probably uh, the funniest uh, because 
there's a lot of people, especially on TikTok. I surf all the social media because that's how I get the information that I get to put on these podcasts. Because uh, I bartended a long time ago, and you guys, whether you're part of those social media outlets that I follow, uh, you guys jog my memory quite a bit. Now, back when I used to be a bartender, social media uh, was limited to sp- uh, pretty much MySpace. Uh, I don't think Facebook existed just yet, or at least wasn't on the mainstream. And I'd never heard of Friendster, never used it. Uh, but uh, MySpace was the big thing, and nobody was putting videos on there because not a lot of people had cell phones that uh, could record video back then. I was, I think, I had a Nokia fifty one hundred series. No, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a Nokia 5100 series. Um, uh, when I was a bartender and right before I lost my last bartending job, I just switched to a Blackberry. So that's how far back I go. And, uh, Mia Torres, if you're listening, Blackberry strong, nobody else gets what, uh, what I'm saying, but if she hears it, she'll, uh, that'll make her laugh. But nowadays, bartenders and servers, you can take embarrassment to a whole new level. It's not just talking, uh, walking up to him and going, so that person you went home with last night and then they slam their head on, on the bar going, oh my God. No, you can take it to a whole new level now and, uh, you know, uh, put their list of TikTok videos on, on the big screen since there are no sports playing right now. Not that that matters all that much to me, but that's half the entertainment that, uh, because people come in and, uh, a lot of people want to, uh, want to talk about sports or want to talk about uh uh or you know know something of uh, ah you know you know what I'm talking about you know just ESPN probably has come close to being off the air because all they have to uh, all they have to do is talk about is highlights you know cuz baseball got canceled for the summer uh and so you can't talk about that and I guess they can talk about the pre pre preseason of football or maybe boxing. I, th- I think there's still boxing out there. Uh, and I mean, even the WWE, well, they're not called that anymore. Uh, well, anyway, wrestling. Um, they, uh, I was going to say WWF, but uh, that ages me. But uh, the wrestling, uh, they've still managed to continue on with their deal, but they don't have an audience inside the arenas that they're doing. So uh, I'm sure that takes a lot out of their performance. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you ever think about it uh, when you're, if you were a performer, rock band, comedian, uh, or, uh, you know, even a, a, uh, an athlete of some kind, if there was nobody there to watch you do your thing or whatever, wouldn't that take a little bit of the energy out of you? I mean, well, even bartenders, you know, think about it. I mean, you guys are the celebrities. You guys are the actresses, actors, and you are there to entertain and make sure people are properly hydrated, then dehydrated, then hydrated again. But in between drinks, you have to keep their interest, keep them in their bar seats to, and uh, entertain. Without the customers, there's no restaurant because... Uh, you know, you gotta uh, make money somehow. You know, shit. But say you're one of those type of bartenders that worked at a mom and pop store, and it was just basically a bar, uh, two pool tables, buddy bars around that, 
and maybe six tables for dinner uh for people to eat dinner and uh you're working there and all of a sudden you leave that job one day and then you go work at some place a little bit more corporate more fine dining type of thing when people aren't inclined to sit at the bar they're more inclined to go sit at a table and talk with somebody in dark corner or whatever and then so you you just start just pouring drinks and uh, uh the need to entertain and the need uh the need to be funny to uh uh kind of goes away and uh you know maybe that's why uh bartending flair kind of uh became kind of the thing because they had to keep they wanted to not only keep the attention of the people sitting at the bar but they wanted to entertain the people sitting at the back of the bar by uh, setting the bar on fire or throwing bottles every which direction. I tried that for a little while uh, before uh, it really, really, really hit the mainstream again because uh, TGI Fridays, I guess, was the uh, one of the first bars where they trained their bartenders and said, you have to be a bat- bar back until you learn how to throw bottles and do tricks and stuff like that. At least that's the way I heard it. Uh, anybody can correct me. I don't care. Uh, but then other barten- other bartenders started following suit after the movie Cocktail came out. And uh, they see uh, Tom Cruise flipping bottles. Uh, but truth being told, uh, the way he did it was really sloppy because you saw liquor flying everywhere. Talk about, like... Uh, uh, money lost. I mean, you watch that movie again, bartenders and servers, if you can uh, stomach it. Uh, there, He wasted a lot of liquor, and yeah, the boss would be all over you for that. If anything, go back and watch it for uh, Gina Gershon and Elizabeth Shue. That, that, that should do it. Okay, okay, okay. Some of you might still have a crush on Tom Cruise. But then you move up to the... Uh, then after the buzz of cocktail kind of went down, I noticed... Uh, in the early 2000s, uh, flair bartending kind of went away again. and But there was still competitions going on uh, at bartender bartending conventions that happen in various places like Vegas or whatever. And uh, some really interesting, cool tricks that people can do. But the bars that I always worked at, the ceiling was too damn low. You couldn't really do anything to really impress anybody. Or the bar was too small. It, uh, and you know, I could spin the bottle in my hand. I could give it one flip and catch it and start pouring, but you really couldn't do the really interesting flair and really entertain. Besides, most of my customers were just like, can I just have a fucking drink? I don't need the show. I don't need the show. And I was, okay, here. But, uh, the whole point of that, I mean, I've been watching on social media, that bartending flair is uh, still a pretty big thing. It just didn't happen in where I was at. I heard, well, I don't even think, T- is TGI Fridays even still around? Well, well, they must be because I remember eating uh, at a TGI Fridays. I think it was in the Dallas airport. But uh, last last time I was in an actual uh, TGI Fridays restaurant that wasn't inside an airport, uh, they... Their bartenders didn't do that anymore. They they just served drinks. 
and you know maybe liquor costs caught up with them or uh broke too many bottles you know there were times where i get so clumsy clumsy with my hands i probably would have accidentally knocked a customer out with a bottle and it and it would have been an accident i swear but i really never ever thought it there was a huge need for bartending flair just because people were more interested in getting their drink and getting to whatever it is that there's they set their sights on that night when winning a pool game meeting somebody new uh you know the i did try to do fancy things you know flipping bottles and there was one night where me and a fellow bartender were bored enough where we just started tossing it was a karaoke night uh we just started spinning flipping and tossing the bottles uh, back and forth to each other. It was kind of fun, and I was actually thoroughly impressed that uh, I didn't drop one. And if you knew who I was, you'd be impressed too. So anyway, that was enough about that rant. Let's bring on this week's musical guest. Hailing from Chicago, Illinois, from their album, Printer's Devil, this is Rat Boys with Alien with the Sleep Mask on.
Once again, that was Rat Boys with Alien with a Sleep Mask on. If you're interested in finding out more about them, head on over to bandcamp.com and you can find more of their albums and their music. And you can also find out where they're playing next. For example, May 16th, they've got a scheduled date uh, to play Duck Room, Blueberry Hill in St. Louis, Missouri. August 11th, the Rebel Lounge in Phoenix, Arizona. August 28th, 7th Street Entry in Minneapolis, Minnesota. You can go check out their shows, check out their music, uh, check out, uh, you know, I'm sure they've got some social media. I can't see them on the Bandcamp website, but you can contact them and you can find out. Go check them out now. You know, uh, you know, with all the social media thing, uh, I was, uh, I see all these videos, uh, YouTube and Instagram, uh, all these videos of people holding up their cell phones when they are in extreme danger or, or have, you know, there's something bad that just happened. And instead of getting themselves to safety or getting the person that's getting their ass kicked to safety, they decide to record it instead. You know how much that's getting on my nerves? I mean, you know, uh, somebody's completely flipping out and they say, I, I'm filming this, I'm filming this. You know, when did that become a better threat than you better knock that shit off or I'm going to kick your ass? You know, uh, is it just me? Uh, probably. Uh, anyway, people, it's last call. Last call for alcohol. Sorry, this is a little bit short show, but I'm uh, a little bit uh, short on the rant and ramblings today. Um uh, but thank you so much for listening. Remember, if you want to uh, contact me in any way, shape, or form, you can contact me through Facebook, HeyBartenderPodcast.com, Instagram, HeyBartenderPodcast.com, uh, email, dude, at HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Uh, I want to uh, give a thanks to Rat Boys for letting me use their single Alien with a Sleep Mask on. Go check them out today. Uh if you have any bar stories or you want to be on the show, you want your music to be pro, uh, put on the show, just let me know. Email me, dude, at heybartenderpodcast.com, and I will help you out with that. Or if you just have something funny to say, go ahead and post it on the Facebook page. That's cool, too. But until the next show, ladies and gentlemen, as usual, I just want to uh, offer all of you lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's last go? I just got here!